previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. I thought we were here to meet with some, like, contact Prothean head. I am Siren. What are you not telling us? So all of a sudden, you just hear, Show me the diadem exorius. And I just collapse. Siren sprints out the back door as the craggy rock that's in the corner suddenly uncoils itself with pointy teeth. I'm going to be standing up, and I just run over to smack the absolute shit out of Brixius. Jet, is there a demon inside of you? Let me see my quarterstaff. I don't give it back to him. The demon is going to turn to Prothean and lash out with its spiny tongue, and you are grappled. Uh, you said last time I'm allowed to sisk about this, so I'm going to take my greatsword and shove it down its throat. Siren is going to stop next to a stump, and he's going to take the hatchet and throw it at Abe, and it has pierced you in the chest. You are now paralyzed. Oh, that's that's excellent. Is this hatchet magical? You wouldn't know that. What does my dark vision tell me? Someone really needs to help me with this fucking demon. Asshole, I'm outside. The demon is going to bite claw claw at Prothean. I'm dead. <laughs> I would like to cast a spell, <laughs> and that is a natural one. What chaos happens with your wild surge? I'm going to see a beard full of feathers, and I'm going to know that something is not okay with me right now. <laughs> Siren is going to see Ambionitis right on his tail, and then he's going to use Misty Step. You don't know where he teleported to. On, on the run over to the demon, I would like to leap and uh, bring the war hammer down. Prothean. Should I just try to stabilize him again? We'll just go back and forth until either I stabilize him or he dies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. You see Brixius leaning up on the dead mountain lion with a beard full of feathers. I would like to say to everyone, look at this dope-ass beard. Super cool. I'd like to stand up and knock Jet out. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Eric Nemeth. Hi, my name is Eric Nemeth, and I am abstaining from making a comment because Paul does not like my comment. Like it. (laughs) Ben Renfro. I would just like to give a shout out uh, because it's Mother's Day to all the MILFs out there. We love you all, and I. If there's any milfs that actually watch this show, please let us know. Watch. I the would show. love to know how they watch it. You fucking dumbass. Fuck yourself, Brad Renfro. What's worse than ants in your pants? Uncles. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Smith. Hey Paul, what's the difference between a prostitute and a child? What? You sick fuck. <laughs> I don't get it. You don't know. Oh. (laughs) Brad Richards. Man, I gotta follow all of these. So, okay. Here's a joke for you. Why does a duck have feathers? Why? To cover its butt Butt quack. quack. Ah, Get fucked. (laughs) Sorry, I used that one time. Did you? I did. Here? Mm. Unfortunately. It's so good you used it twice. We are an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. And thank you for joining us again on this lovely evening. We once again have almost all the people in the same room, minus Eric. Wait. Stop. I got another one to use. Save it for next time. No, fuck you. Store it away. (laughs) Dads are like boomerangs, I hope. Aw. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You can use that one. (laughs) I'm satisfied. Who remembers what happened last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast? A bunch of bullshit. I almost got killed by a fucking demon because no one else wanted to fucking help me. I was upside down. I almost got killed by a fucking Brixius. (laughs) So you did that. Nose Ghost does not work because not everybody is in the same room and you know that. I just always lose, so I just play along at this point. I already did it. Paul, I guess that means it's you. (laughs) Technically he loses every time because he never does it. That's because I tell the whole rest of the story. 
No, we tell the story. <laughs> you just place the setting. All right, fine. We had to do half a job. <laughs> the last few episodes, um, there was actually an in-between where we did a side uh, check-in with Dosh. But uh, when we were last with the main group, we were fighting Siren Whitehurst and his pet Demon Rock and his uh, pet Mountain Lion, which was killed in one shot. Uh, Prothean was knocked unconscious, almost died. Uh, the others wound up reviving him. Jet had some sort of mental break or something, oh, and fine. he tried to attack Brixius, and then Brixius popped up and slapped him with his warhammer. Slapped and clap. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. The claps of the cheeks. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. Whoa. <laughs> I can make my cheeks clap. And, uh... Yeah, that's... Oh, and Dosh was going around checking out all the magical shit in Siren's... Sorry, who's going around? Did I say Dosh? <laughs> I meant Abe was going around checking all the magical shit in Siren's cottage and his hut in his cabin. That's the appropriate term, his cabin. And um, the last thing that we did was both... Abe and Prothean wanted to do a history check to see if they knew anything about the demon they had been fighting. So we're going to start off with a roll. Go ahead and give us a history roll, you two. Wait, am I proficient in that? I don't know, are you? I am. I think I rolled advantage, too, since favored enemy is demons. Demons? Doesn't matter. I got a 15. I got a 12. Uh, Abe, you have never encountered this particular demon in any sort of encounter or research. Prothean, you have never seen one of these, but you you vaguely remember hearing about demons that look like rocks, but wind up lashing out with tongues. But you don't know anything more than that. It's just a story that you've heard from when you were doing your campaigns up north. I want to cut its tongue out. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> you now have one long spiny tongue. Tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I see? What kind of artifacts do I see around the cabin again? There are all sorts of things all over the place. So the main sections of the cabin that you can see just by looking, there's the table with amulets and strings and chains, all sorts of trinkets on the table. There's also a hatchet head there. Lining the far wall, there are racks of basically any sort of weapon that you could think of. And they're in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. You've got quarterstaffs and long swords, great swords, a pair of nunchucks. There's also a cabinet in the back left corner of the cabin. All right, uh, do I see any long swords or great swords that I could know if there's enchanted? Uh, do you have detect magic? I could detect holy and evil stuff. Sure, you could see if anything is holy or evil, uh, but you wouldn't be able to just by looking at something know if it was enchanted. Why the fuck not? You can in Skyrim. <laughs> it's gonna glow, bitch. Do I see a crossbow? You do see a crossbow. I'm going to pick it up and point it on my face while looking down the shaft. Is it loaded? It is not loaded. I'm going to still like picking it up and pointing at my face while I'm looking at it. Okay. Does it have a green or blue colored name so that you know that it's enchanted? <laughs> no. I'm going to put that on my back and go back. How many long swords and great swords are there? Um, well, just note that you guys, I'm making it a rule that you can't carry more than four weapons at any one time. <laughs> four different great swords? <laughs> if you wanted to. Uh, it's okay, I have no weapons right now. Yeah, your quarterstaff got bent. This is my special great sword. <laughs> Listen, I think I have five weapons right now. I got my warhammer, I guess I got a short bow and a quarterstaff, but then I got my dirk and my dagger that are sheathed on my body. Do I have to get rid of one of my five weapons, I guess? Well, howdy fucking duty, good for you. You are allowed, if your fourth weapon are two daggers, or two small 
objects like that, I'll allow you to have five. But that's that's it. Okay, cool. I'm just gonna grab one of the long swords that looks like it's sharp. I'm gonna poke the blades. You're gonna poke the what? The blades, seeing if the how sharp they are. Oh, you're gonna test the blade like with your finger? Yes. Okay. Um, it is very sharp. Yeah, you cut your entire fucking hand off <laughs> from your fingertip. Dealing one damage and knocking yourself back unconscious. <laughs> Please let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. He's bleeding out! Uh, is it sharper than my sword? Someone piss on it. I have a plus one long sword. Is it sharper than that? Does it feel like it's doing more damage to me? <laughs> <laughs> there are actually two long swords. And they both look equally as sharp as your current longsword. But one is uh, streaked with a red jagged design on the hilt. The other one is stained a purplish color. Uh, and it has a black blade. I'm going to throw my longsword down and take both of them. <laughs> All right. Cool. So you now have uh, two long swords. Uh, one is a. I'll tell you this, so you can write it down. It's a plus one long sword. It does the same amount of damage as normal. Uh, so one d eight, one d ten slashing. And that one is the one with the black blade and the purplish hilt. The other one is a plus one long sword. Uh, 1d8, 1d10, and that is the one with the reddish streak on the hilt. I saw a dual wheel in these fuckers. All right. You said there were some amulets sitting on the table? Yes. Um, just so we know, are you, like, detecting magic on everything before people start picking things up, or are you just, like... Sure, I'll just go around the cabin and just, like, spaz attack with... Okay, so are you, are you checking uh, Prothean stuff? Sure. Okay. Prothean, your black blade with purple hilt, you also know that this sword will do an additional 3d6 poison damage. So in addition to the normal 1d8, 1d10 slashing, if you're doing one-handed or two-handed, it will also do 3d6 poison damage. And the target must make a DC 12 constitution saving throw or be poisoned. However, it comes with a caveat. It's a cursed blade. You are now a plague bearer. You are immune to the poison on this blade, but you will poison anyone who stays within 10 feet of you if they stay within 10 feet of you for more than two minutes. Well, we're going to have to kill another character <laughs> off. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And now that you are holding it, it pulses as though it's alive. As it Wait, swung. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Did I detect that it was evil? Because um, I asked you this earlier and you said no. I didn't say that. It, I didn't. You never asked. Yeah, I did. You said you detected good or. You just yeah, said holy you could. Evil. You just said you could. I don't remember you asking if it was cursed. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's evil. I would have picked it up if it was evil. All right, then put it back down. <laughs> I run over and pick it up. I hit you before you do so. Well, you just said once you pick it up, you're immune to the disease, but then people get whatever. What if I pick it up, get my immunities, and then put it back down? It's only if you're the wielder of the blade. So we can't pass it around and, like, vaccinate ourselves? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're anti-vaxxers here. <laughs> yeah. If I would have known it was evil, I wouldn't have picked it up. I could sense this kind of stuff. Okay, so you never picked it up. <sighs> Should have just went with it, Eric. Damn it. All right, oh, what about the purple one? All right, but the other one. Did I the, sense it was evil? No, so that was the purple one. That was the purple one with the black blade. All right. The other one with the reddish streak is not evil, but it does have a curse on it, in so much that you have to, like, fulfill certain things about it. Oh, I'm going to pick that one up. If it's not evil, I could pick it up. Well, I guess you guys, you could... Nope, nope, it's cursed. <laughs> <laughs> this one would be considered evil, too. God damn it. Fuck. God damn it. What does it do? Do I sense anything that's not fucking evil that I'm allowed to play with? No, there aren't any other plus one long swords that aren't cursed. What about great swords? There's a regular plus one great sword. I already have that. 
Um, but Dosh comes over and touches the second sword. It's coming a pretty far away from uh, from South Salt. <laughs> Fuck! I keep saying Dosh. Dosh, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, buddy? hey guys? I don't know why I'm here. I just uh, appeared all of a sudden. You got nothing better to do right now, Abe. <laughs> Abe comes over and says, "Oh, what's this? I'm vanishing." Oh, this. <laughs> This sword is a plus one sword that'll do the normal 1d8, 1d10, but it can also do anywhere from 1d6 to to 10d6 extra necrotic damage if you take the same amount of damage. Once the damage is done to you, it is you can't reduce it. So like if uh, Ambionitis picked it up, he's a barbarian. Even though he has resistance to things, he still takes the full amount of damage. Yeah, I don't need that. Oh. It's wild. Uh, and if you don't draw blood at least once every day, you cannot be healed by magical means until you draw blood again. It's a lot of butts with this one. That's not a problem for Protheon. I draw blood every day, basically. There are full weeks where you go without drawing blood. Oh, I guarantee I kill an animal somewhere. I pull out my notepad and start sketching blood. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, that red streak sword, uh, the pay to place or pay to slay sword, was suggested by user Tango the Tortle on Reddit. And the purple hilt with black blade was called Blightbringer, and that was suggested by at Roll and at Twenty on Twitter. Thank you guys. Well, thanks guys, but we're not using either of them. Is <laughs> <laughs> there a set of dice of fuckery around here? We haven't created those yet. They're not official until we publish them. God damn it. Dice of fuckery? It's Eric's big thing that he wants to create. <laughs> I have a basic event now. It's you roll uh, a dice, and whatever happens, this happens. It's like a wild surge thing. You roll dice randomly, and whatever pops up on the random table happens. Oh. So then Abe asked about trinkets on the table. You're walking around, and you see... Uh, a rotary bandsaw of bullshit. <laughs> no, you do not. <laughs> uh, you see the hatchet blade, which is just a regular thing. You see a ring. You see um, be a set of like beads on a string. You see a bag of what <laughs> looks like sawdust. I want to know about these beads on a string. I don't want to touch them, though. <laughs> I, want, I just want to know where they've been. <laughs> Pretty sure you have to uh, you have to touch things to use detect magic. I think it's just within like a short range. Oh no, that's identify. That's what that is. Oh man, I've been fucking this up. So you guys wouldn't know exactly what these things do. Detect magic doesn't tell you exactly what they do. Identify tells you. So all we know is if it's cursed or not. And if we pick it up, we're stuck with it. No, I didn't say you were stuck with it. Well, I mean, then it, it takes action, but we don't know it until the effects start happening. Mm-hmm. So, like, if Protheon picked up that poison sword, we wouldn't know until we all just start getting poisoned and take, start taking damage. Right. That's what it should have been, but you really fucked this one up. I know I did. <laughs> God damn it. Now what are we going to do? We leave the house. <laughs> do I sense anything holy? Nope. He's got a bagel in the toaster. Yes, you do see one thing that is specifically like quote unquote, or no, two things that are quote unquote holy. Uh, they on the table that Abe is walking around and detecting magic on. You see a pair of rose-colored glasses, and you see that's a bit on the nose. <laughs> I hate you <laughs> so much. And you see, uh, you see an amulet that is two hands, like, intertwined. I'm gonna take them both and throw on an arm, glasses and amulet. Okay. You put the glasses on, and you suddenly feel like you can see the world much clearer. Not, not so much as, like, it's in sharper focus, but, like, you understand things better. How good? Is it raining before? I'm a dumb fuck, so I need these. <laughs> no. These uh, rose-colored glasses give you plus two on insight checks. 
and they can be used to cast Detect Good once per day. I can already do that. And if worn by a good or neutral aligned cleric, which technically you're neutral aligned. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you saw it. It will augment any casted Detect Good spell to double the spell's range. And they allow allow you to see clearly now that the rain is gone. You're welcome. That was suggested by At the Nerdly King from For Whom the Dice Roll. I want to pick up the anal beads. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to know who made these ones. (laughs) The beads were suggested by user Blocking Butterfly on Reddit. Blocking Butterflies into some kinky shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's actually something that's in the D&D guides. Sure it is. Uh, It is a set of small black spheres that measure three quarters of an inch in diameter (laughs) and weigh an ounce. Wow. Those are pretty small. There are seven. Oh. 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 (laughs) Get some anal beads in this party going. That's some grippy stuff right there. Wow. Um, The first roll of anal beads is you count them going in and you count them coming out. We pull them like a ripcord. (laughs) It's always weird when you count one extra one pulling out. (laughs) Then you have a magic asshole. So... (laughs) Oh no. The beads of force, you can use an action to throw the beads. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. Continue. You can use an action to throw the beads up to 60 feet to throw a single bead. The bead explodes on impact and is destroyed. <laughs> Who designed these? Paul, you were asking for this when you put this in the game. What can go wrong? <laughs> no, I have no idea what I'm asking for at any time because I never think of things in these situations You're or in these contexts. You're asking for some big beads that explode on impact. <laughs> My God. Each creature within a 10-foot radius of where the bead landed must succeed on a DC 15 dex saving throw, or they'll take 5d4 force damage. It's a lot of force a lot of D's. A lot of of D's bringing a lot of force. A sphere of transparent force then encloses the area for one minute. Did we all forget that we just ended last episode with punching Jet out? Oh yeah, he's unconscious. I still haven't necessarily said anything this episode as a character, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm letting Um, them still, you know, we're 30 minutes in and I'm still letting them look at magic items on the (laughs) table, so... Any creature that failed the save and is completely within the area is trapped within the sphere of force. Only breathable air can pa- error. <laughs> error, error, error. Only breathable <laughs> air can pass through the sphere's wall. No attack or other effect can. An enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's wall, moving the sphere up to half the creature's walking speed. The sphere can be picked up and its magic causes it to weigh only one pound, regardless of the weight of creatures inside. So it's a Pokeball. Yeah, Jesus, it's a Pokeball. (laughs) Did you stick in your butt? If you want to and cause a... A Gyarados. Dragon hyper beam in my butthole? A ten-foot radius sphere of force in your asshole. I mean, I've had worse. You ever had triple hot at Chipotle? Little tough on the way out. Eric... Um, the other thing that you picked up is a healing amulet. It will restore one HP at the start of every turn. Very helpful for when you explodinate your asshole with these Pokeballs. <laughs> and that uh, amulet was uh, suggested by user Brony Prime and user Blocking Butterfly on Reddit. But yeah, so you've got that Prothean. And then, is anybody else looking at stuff, or do we want... Or I are have you no idea. just leaving Jet on the ground? I was more concerned with why my brother looks upset. I look upset right now. <laughs> I'm standing there with a bucket hat on, with a beard of feathers, and some cargo shorts, I believe. Nope, khaki pants. And I don't think I look too upset. I'm looking at Jet right now, just kind of standing over him, wondering why nobody else is looking at Jet. <laughs> why, um... I knock, I knock Jet out, and everybody else just scurries, start going through this other man's stuff. Oh, I we guess got I'm just standing Jet there. there. Hey. I mean, I guess in that case, I would be standing there staring at him as well. When you loot stuff after a fight, it's perfectly legal in the eyes of the Lord. All right, well, for those of you who were out fighting in the field, 
while we were in here, Jet had the craziest look in his eyes, struck me, and then went, he was being weird, and then he went to being normal, so I knocked him out. And I'm not sure if he's going to go weird again on us. Kind of reminded me of demons, but I don't know. So we should probably kill keep him. an eye on him. We can either kill him, we can tie him up and try to find out what's wrong with him, or we can just leave him knocked out here and kind of just leave him. He was abandoned once as a child. We can abandon him again, right? <laughs> we'll drop we him off him. at a we'll drop him off at a new temple. I have an idea. Huh, let's I'm hear gonna, it. I'm gonna walk over and see if he's if I'm sensing any evil or good from him. Sure. Um, gonna wake up. You have no. I gotta knock stop him out again. Me. I tie him up. <laughs> no, you're not awake. <laughs> I don't want him awake yet. I staple his hands to the ground. <laughs> just so he doesn't um, crawl in circles. Prothean, give me a religion or arcana roll. 19. There is currently no evil on him, but you feel like there's kind of like a shell of evil that what that is dissipating. All right. Uh, next, I'm going to like peel open his eyelids and just look inside his look at his eyes. You're gonna peel off his eyelids. What the hell are we doing Jesus. right now? That's what I heard. Peel open, not peel off. Like opening his eyelids. The lid. Uh, he looks normal. What's your diagnosis, Prothean? Next, I'm gonna take out my dagger and cut his <laughs> finger and look at his blood. And I'm not gonna make a tiniest. I'm gonna like cut it wide open. Just start suckling on his finger. Like he's definitely gonna need stitches on his finger after this. What? What the? What are you doing to him, Prothean? Demon Stop. check. I kicked the knife I'm away. Check if he's a demon. Kick the knife away. I pull out a greatsword. I pull out my warhammer. Oh my goodness, <laughs> we're not gonna do this now. I pull out my warhammer, but tell him to put it away. I put it away reluctantly. Well, he's. I lean I, on my warhammer. I sense that he's not evil at this moment, but it was evil inside him at some point recently. Either he was slightly possessed, or he got sexually assaulted by a demon at some point recently. Can I kick his unconscious body? Sure. I'd like to take all ten of my pythons first. And I would like to hammer him in, like, through his clothing into the ground all around him so he can't get up once he wakes up. Ambionitis, you kick him. And Jet, you wake up. And you are Damn. Gulliver's Travels, <laughs> pythoned by your clothes to the floor. Why can't I move? Why does my head hurt and my arm feels wet? Do you need an Advil? What? You Tylenol. <laughs> you old you Tylenol DM. I point to Brixius. You broke my staff. Well, how are you gonna point to him? You're nailed to the ground. I look at him. Oh. He he does the monkey finger you? from the floor. Uh, Just his hand. Yeah, you hit me with that staff, and any weapon that hits me should be destroyed. I did not do anything to you. I show him the welt. Do you have welt? No, it's just a little 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 scratch. It's a little red there. He really didn't hit me too hard. A little tender. Kind just of a, a whip. Uh, quarter staff cost. I'm just wondering how many how many months he's gonna have to work at the hammer fist <laughs> to buy a new quarter staff. Months are talking years here. It's not expensive. And there's one on the wall. Oh yeah, sure. I break, break that, that one too. I go I go feed the fire with it. <laughs> Jet, uh why'd you try to kill me? I have no idea what you're talking about. I just woke up and my face hurt and then you knocked me out and I woke up and you knocked me out and now I'm tied I, to the floor. This is where I'm going to stop you. I thought we were friends. We are friends. No, better, better than that. I thought we were kind of family. When the fuck did we knock you out three times? You knocked him out three times? Once. I hit him twice. Three times. Only knocked you out once. Oh. Hey, Jet. My head's a little scrambled right now. Hello. Have you been? Have you had sex with a demon recently? That includes. Have you been raped by a demon recently? Well, there was that one no. time with Taylor. All right, there's a high <laughs> possibility he has been possessed. Taylor snuck in in the fight there and uh, got inside of him real quick. Um, does Abe recognize? I've actually anything? never had the birds and the bees talk since I've been Jet. born I'll, and raised. At a listen, I'll give you that talk later. Uh. <laughs> when your eyes rolled back and they went black, you said some weird languagey stuff that I do not speak that language. Do you remember what you said? 
You said my eyes rolled back. Yes, and then he says something about to give you the D.O. something, X, X something. Prothean, do you remember hearing him yell something about the D.O. Duodenum, the duodenum. The duodenum. The, the duodenum here. Small so I intestine. Busy, I was busy fighting a demon when you guys were dealing with this shit. This dude yelled it in a loud de- demonic voice. I don't know how you didn't hear it. The whole house shook. It was Do like duo? the... The duo? The duo? The dioden axorius. Does that uh, trigger anything with him? The Ogmon Finium. It's from Skyrim, fuckers. Can I roll an insight check? Bro, you can just say you remember it. You were there. Alright, I'm rolling inside <laughs> Oh, I guess he's rolling. What are you rolling the inside check to for? To see if he remembers exactly what I told him. Just Because I do not remember any of what he said. Remember he went all like crazy voice and said like, Bring me the Diodenorium Exorius. <laughs> Your pronunciation is flawless. Hey, kick rocks. Um, stone. you do remember what he's talking about, and an insight check would not be the appropriate role for that. History check? <laughs> but Religion? It would be a history check, but you just, you'd remember him shouting, Bring me the Diadem Exorius. Diadem, that's the word I was trying to say. Do I see a rock? No. What about outside? Yes, there are there's, rocks outside. There's the dead rock go demon. It. I'm going to go kick the nearest one. Okay, go kick a rock. Okay, I want to come back in and say, all right, I did it. And I, I shoot, you, off. shoot you the thumbs up. All right, back to business. Hey, all. First thing I want to do is encourage you all to leave a review. That's right, I mean you. We've been blessed with ratings, but only half as many reviews. Please go update that rating to a review, because if you do that, and some of your fellow listeners go and add their rating and reviews, by June 19th, we'll up the stakes in our one-year anniversary giveaway. That means more stuff that you could get for free. We'll announce the details of how you can win in the coming weeks, because no matter what, we will do a giveaway. It's just a matter of how big the prizes are, but for now, let me tell you about this week's podcast partner. We are still partnering with Thornvale for this week. Thornvale is a new actual play podcast that uses the Monster of the Week rule system to tell the story of Henry, Sammy, Stanley, and Agent Whiskey as they deal with monstrous threats in the town of Thornvale. Set in a fictional part of Florida in and around the Everglades, This podcast focuses on developing narrative with rich characters and plenty of monsters. Check them out on your podcasting app of choice. And just so you know, they deal with a huge gator this most recent episode, so go check that out. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. We've got some merchandise available for you on redbubble.com. Shirts, hoodies, mugs, and notebooks are available, and I've got a new design in the works. Uh, Still putting that together. Should be coming out uh, probably within the next month. You can always find what is available by searching Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. I've said it in the past, but that site is always running deals, and I mean always running deals, 15% off of shirts, 20% off of apparel, 25% off of everything site-wide. Just sign up for their emails, or you can follow us on social media. We tend to let you know about the big ones. We are available for following at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll post other news as it happens through the Death Saving Bros social media, or you can follow Life Saving Bros on Instagram for plot hooks, pre-made character sheets, and other tips and tricks to bring your own D&D campaign to life. The next couple of episodes that you'll be hearing from us, um, that's the dates of June 4th and June 11th, those will be featuring a one-shot created and led by Ben, and his notes will be posted for you all on that Life Saving Bros feed so that you can run your own version of the one-shot. And... 
I'll let you know, after seeing his notes post-recording, there's a ton of material that we didn't get to that will cover whatever your players decide to do. Honestly, he was preparing for whatever we may decide to do. Uh, But that means that even if you run the same one shot that you're going to hear on our podcast with your group, the chances are quite high that your experiences will be unique and completely different from ours. But that's for next episode. Right now, let's get you back to this week's episode, and don't forget to leave your review. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. So, Jet, what is the uh, Diodemic Zorius you're looking for? Listen, I'm just going to say this. I have Dio no Demixorius, idea. Dio Demixorius, Dio Demixorius. <laughs> All of a sudden, the, <laughs> he appears. <laughs> no, I really have no memory of what's happening here. Uh, I just, like I said, I fell asleep and I woke up here on the floor. Can't move. If you can untie me or let me up, I will, I'll help you figure this out. We'll see what this diadem is. Well, you're the one who wants it. I light all the pythons on fire, and I leave. <laughs> now, um... Hey, Buxius. Yes? Actually, no, this is probably more an Ambionitis question. Ambionitis. Yeah? I think you might have a concussion. Hit him in the head with a hammer so he loses the concussion so he knows what's going on. Oh, I know what we're doing here. I swing at him. Why is this more of a him thing? Hold on, did you see the way I hit him the first time? <laughs> Too late. I killed, I killed the mountain lion in one swing. <laughs> Swinging. At Prothean or Jet? Who did you tell me to hit? Jet. No, wait, don't answer, don't answer. Swing at whoever you feel is right. <laughs> <laughs> what would your character do right now? Swing at Jet. They are standing over me now, correct? Yeah. <laughs> so I am technically in a shadow, correct? No. There is a shadow inside the uh, cabin. The apartment? Is that where you're going to say? I was going to say apartment. Um, Stu's lease in a place. What are the odds? What are the odds? I can just kind of like blink over there because this is getting stupid. Um, It's a question of whether or not you can do that when you're restrained. I think you need to be able to move. Bonus action to teleport 60 feet shadow to shadow. So I guess if I'm restrained, I guess can I make an action? Hold on a second. If I can't do that, then I'm just going to cast straight darkness and we'll just play this game for a minute yeah you can just teleport so um yeah you suddenly blink away from the pythons and you're now sitting over in the corner uh next to the cabinet and the wall of weapons where the quarterstaff is and i i'm grabbing the quarterstaff immediately well that was a fucking dumb idea now i'm gonna think you're still a demon damn it (laughs) All Does I know Abe is, have any experience with possessions or whatever the fuck it was? Give me a... You tell me what sort of role you want to do to check this. And do I become electrocuted or anything on picking up this I want to staff? do a survival role. You can't do that. <laughs> um, How about... It would have to be something along the lines of Arcana. I want to do uh, a dexterity saving throw. No. <laughs> Arcana, religion, or history. <laughs> Hey, uh, other demon hunter we're with right now, you should probably see if you recognize those words either. Just a thought, because I don't know why I would know them. <laughs> Do I recognize those words either? That would be a history check. All right. Does it have to do with demons? Um, no. Actually, it's going to be a 20 anyways, so. Are you rolling on possession or on the diademic Zorius? Both. Well, the possession first, I guess. Okay. You are 100% sure that there is some sort of possession, but there the demon is not physically inside him. <laughs> Thank God. It's the just be- on you. The beads are. They're gonna be. Semen's just on your back. Ooh, what if we take the beads, we take all of them, we jam them all in there, and then we stomp on the beads so they all go off at the same time? He would die. <laughs> possession solved. Yeah. Um, but no, you, there's no demon in the room. There's no demon in him. And he does not, he is not evil. You're, sure you're not, evil. 
your knowledge of the situation is that he is being used as kind of like a window. There's a demon looking through him, and that's what happened. Hey guys. Normally when there's a demon possessing, we just burn him alive. That normally solves the problem. We're not gonna burn Jet alive. Stop trying to kill him right now. I just didn't want him to get up and hit me again. That's the only reason I tied him down. I'm really not even trying to interrogate him. I just don't want to get hit again. It hurt my feelings. I want well, to relay that info. Ah, so he's Guys, just a window. that info. <laughs> <laughs> relay. <laughs> what uh, info exactly? Oh. <laughs> okay, so he's a window, and uh, Jet, like the plane, has windows now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Window seat. The demon was looking for the duop, the duodenum, the duop experience, correct? The duop axorius. Do either of you guys know what that is? Uh, do I know what that is? Do I know what that is? I asked you, and you told me twelve times you had no idea what that was. So don't even roll, because you already made it clear that you don't know. I didn't. Okay, I was going to say. Does it have to do with demons? I'm asking as a player. No. I was going to say, I don't know if I learned about it in the temple or anything, if it was like a religious sort of item. Because if it had to do with demons, I would get advantage on the roll. No, it does not have to do with demons. Okay. 18. That's a pretty good roll. (laughs) No shit. It's an 18. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Based on your character backstory, because we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but you and I have talked about it, uh, you are familiar with some arcane artifacts and you are pretty sure that this would be a an ancient relic like from shortly after or before the time of the demon apocalypse that happened a millennia ago guys I'm pretty sure this is an ancient relic from just before or just after the demon apocalypse do you know what it does no do I you have no idea what it does. No. You know that it's you know that because you're it rings a bell in your head, it's probably pretty fucking powerful. So you're saying that a demon for whatever reason is using me to find this thing that we don't have no idea what it does. That sounds about right. It's been around for forever. And because of that, it's powerful. So why is it picking on me? Because you're the weakest one here. Demons always pick on the weakest one of the group, duh. You are the weakest link. Because you had the widest, most receptive butthole at the time. <laughs> Everyone knows demons, wow. they just they fly into the butthole when you're least expecting it. Sometimes leave an anal bead behind that explodes later <laughs> on, but never on purpose. You sound about right. Alright guys, so Jet's a window, which means you can go insane at any point. Because they could open the window. So how do we want to go about advancing? Do we just find this thing for the demon and give it to him? Do we lock the window? Well, that seemed to work out pretty well last time the demon or god person told us to do something. I was going to say, to sound my expertise, normally when, when, when the Temple of Torm, whenever someone's possessed, we just burn them alive. That solves all of our problems. Well, sorry to break it to you. We're not just going to do that right now, I don't think yet. I will let you know. Pretty um, sure we all came to the conclusion I'm not possessed. No, we came to the conclusion that you are possessed. Just not right now. Only when the demon wants to open the window. Or your butthole. Is there a way to, like, exercise him? Or shut yeah, that down? Yeah, start doing jumper jacks. <laughs> jumper jacks? Jumper. I meant jumping jacks. But do a I jumper meant, jack. Do a jumper jack. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Gym class jumper jacks. Um. Fucking beep test. I have an idea. Give me some peanuts and jumper jacks. Um. If we carve holy symbols on every inch of his body, the demon can't enter it again. Protean, what is up with you in carving people? Listen. Do we know anybody <laughs> with things about exorcisms? Or demons? I can try. Beside, <laughs> besides I've never done these one before, but I'm up, for, I'm up for anything. <laughs> Just stand over him and yell, the power of Torm compels you. <laughs> Brother, before this year, we have not done much. And look how much we've done this year. I'm all about trying new things right now. Go always go check out the temple in the area. There's a temple, huh? Is there a temple in the area? We are in the Trigallon. It's an entire kingdom, I would assume there's a temple. What did you say? We could take him back to Lord Kofwad. Why the fuck would we do that? Be like, hey, listen, I know. He's a priest. Is he really? Yeah. And the judge. 
Well, let's take him back. That's their whole thing. They're like a priest and. Oh shit! You're right. Be like, hey, listen. You just told us demons don't exist, but our friend has a demon using him as a window, and it's not cool because he's supposed to be a plane, not a window. So if this demon, or we could just take it back to uh, South Salt somewhere. Have uh, exercise there. I have a question, a logical question. So, if he's awake, the demon can see what we're doing. I'm asking the demon hunters: Do they know this? Do we know this? Um, your role's pretty good. You're pretty sure that it's only if they open the window. So it wouldn't be open right now. Right. All of that happened when I fell asleep. So as long as I'm awake, it should be okay. Right? Idea. I think the window is your butthole, and if we put those beads up inside of it, it can't get in the butthole I, I anymore. Don't, I don't think <laughs> well, it had I'm anything just saying, to do with If my he's butthole. awake, the window can open. Clog the window, though. And then they can see what we're doing. This, this is correct, correct? Yes, because when he was awake, he rolled his eyes back, yelled creepy shit, and then hit me, so... So what if we knock him the fuck out until we get back to Lord Farquaad? See, all that demon stuff happened when I wasn't... I don't remember that. You were awake, though, because you hit me. So, it can happen whenever. Um, Let's not do that. But if he's not (laughs) awake, his eyes won't be open, so the demon can't see what we're doing, so he won't know that we're taking him back to a priest. I don't think it matters. It's not like... What the fuck is it not? Because even when he was a demon, I killed him in, like, one hit, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair point. If he goes demon in the center of all of us, nothing, like, okay. <laughs> Plus, I think a few of you guys have given me more healths before, so I'm not too worried about dying. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. We'll knock him out when we get closer to the church. I don't know. Didn't uh, some of you guys have a couple of like, dreams? Have any of you guys dreamed of... You guys realize I'm awake and standing right here. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, but we're it, fully aware. But I've asked you plenty of questions, and you seem to have no idea what's going on, so I'm trying to see if anybody else has an idea. Do I remember anything? 13. You haven't had any recent dreams. Shit. Very, very heavy sleeper, I guess. You've been in REM sleep for a while. The last dream was uh, when Abe had that dream of the roulette reeled face god person, right? Oh, yeah, when I was tripping on shrooms. Yeah, that shroom trip. Yeah, but didn't we see that in the city? Yeah. (laughs) At the temple of this guy? Yeah. I, I have an idea to stop him from ever doing this again or hurting us. If your idea involves burning him, or carving, or carving him, or <laughs> filleting him alive, like, I'm not interested. I'm not going to It only crusade, involves no. temporarily cutting his flexor tendon so he can't use his hands. No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Protein. <laughs> Easy, my guy. This what? hand's already in a tourniquet right now. I'm assuming that was from you, you piece of shit. We've established <laughs> he isn't a threat right now. But he might I'm be I'm going to bleed on you. And his clothes are all ripped up because he had pythons thrown when he teleported, so they all got ripped. No, they just got... They just got poked holes. Okay, we'll pick up all your things. I collect all my pythons. Finish scouting this room, and then we're going to take him back to the temple with the roulette-based guy, and then Lord Farquaad. Carfwad. Farquaad. Carfwad. That's what I said. Bless you. Um, Farquaad. Carfwad. Bless you. That's what I said. Um, Queefton. And then we're going to exercise his demons. I will exercise these demons. Exercise. All right, so we're not, we're just going to exercise him at the town, right? We're going to exercise him at the temple, yes. All right. We're going to exercise the demon, not me. Protean, you do 100 jumper jacks and then catch up with us afterwards. Follow <laughs> at a distance. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to Zet and use lay on hands and heal the wound I gave him. How much health do you give him back when oh. you heal him? Keep him at like one HP, just in case. I'll give him three. All right, you've got three HP, Jet, and your wound does seal up. Excellent. All right, does anybody else want anything in the room, or do they want to search for anything in the room? I would like to search for something that raises your maximum HPs. Is this all the, this paper you gave me? Is this all the stuff that's on the table? Yes. And I'm taking this brand new quarter staff that I don't know if it does anything or not yet. I want to take this uh, bag of cocaine. Bag of cocaine? Yeah, the dust of sneezing and choking. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't say what it does, though. That is the, um, that's the bag of what looks like sawdust. I'm just going to describe what I see on the table, since I'm magically detecting everything. I'll pass around. I don't know if anyone wants anything. 
Okay, so for the dust of sneezing and choking, it the powder is very is very fine. I said sawdust. It appears to look like dust of disappearance. Um, there's enough for one use. When you throw a handful of the dust in the air, you and each creature that needs to breathe within 30 feet of you must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or become unable to breathe while sneezing uncontrollably. A creature affected in this way is incapacitated and suffocating. As long as it is, as long as it is conscious, a creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on it with a success. The lesser restoration spell can also end the effect. Nothing on there for you? No, oh, I like two of the things, but I got a question. So, I'm unarmored. If I put a helmet on, does that make me armored? No. Okay. Just just trying to clarify that. So this table yeah, has dose items on it. That's two for those of you that don't watch Dora. Um, <laughs> I see a helmet, right? Okay. And I see boots. Okay. Right. Can I ask him what they do? Yeah, I mean, I kind of fucked up the way that detect magic works. Um, Oops. Darn it, we'll get them next session. Or campaign. No, does it say on the sheet what they do? Yeah, I mean, it says what it says. It does. I didn't know if you want me to go through it. Yeah, you can go ahead. We're... Go ahead and say what it does. Um, the helm of the... What, the ram? Helm of ram, gain a charge attack using your head. That deals 1d6 plus strength bludgeoning damage. That sounds That's so like fun. when we spear people, we put that, that on so and spear them with it. Are there two of those? There's just one. Uh, so you can one have the boots and speed and get an extra charge. That's why I like. That's why I like the boots as well. So the boots of what the boots of speed. And the helm of ram. And the helm of ram. Can we have a horn of ox? <laughs> Give me something to charge with my head, or a condom. Are there any magical ties of bow? No. <laughs> oh, and then the other thing: if I get boots, does that make me armored? No. Is it only just whole ass chest pieces of armor? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, boots only if it gives you, like, an armor class bonus. Okay. Just because I was using, what, chainmail for a little bit, but I realized my unarmored uh, defense because of my barbarian is more than the chainmail. Yeah. So. That's something. I think I think those boots of speed are too fast. I think I was going to reduce those a little bit. It's already cannon, fucker. The movement speed's 10 feet. It's cannon. You can't. It's fuck you. No, I saw beads of force. I thought it said beards of force. I'm like, Ooh. I did too. <laughs> that ring looks pretty cool. I think that'd be useful for me. The one that like kind of uh, loads a um, like loads the HP as you're dealing it. So when you hit zero HP, it kind of like bumps you back a little bit. If I read that correctly. Since I'm basically these assholes pin cushion right now, could be a little useful. You said there was also, like, a cabinet in the corner? Yes. Is it locked in any way? Yes, it's locked. I want to break the lock. I have a question mark key. I want to break the lock. <laughs> well, try never the, gonna try the, to use try this the question mark key. I want to see what it does. <laughs> All right, let's try the question mark key. <laughs> Shit, yeah. All right, roll me a D100. Fuck, he's... Oh, Jesus Christ, he's gonna fucking blow this bitch up. Let me get my helmet and my boots on first before <laughs> you blow this fucker up. Am I adding anything, adding anything to that? Uh, no. Alright, a 30. You do not open the, the lock. Damn it. I wanna break hmm. the lock. You easily break the lock. Ha! Why didn't you do that in the first place? Jeez. Ah. Wasting time. Is there anything in the cabinet? Opens? Give me a... There's a lot of stuff in the cabinet. There are bottles, some are full, some are empty. Uh, there are papers, there's booklets, there's leaflets. Is it his liquor cabinet? <laughs> Mainly, yes. <laughs> uh, but I need you to give me... Are you just looking in the cabinet? As opposed to, to what? Like, are you going to be searching elsewhere? Are you only focusing on the cabinet? Like, where else would I... I like, know. just elsewhere in the cabin? Yeah. I mean, we've just been, like, looking around the cabinet in general, but, I mean, right now I'm just looking at the cabinet. Okay. Looking at the cabinet, uh, give me an investigation check. Does it have to do with demons? 
No. <laughs> 19. Why do you need advantage on that? That's already a fantastic roll. Could be better. We go for the maximum round here in case you have noticed. You wind up finding a list of names and you recognize some of the names. Uh, you recognize Zawadski and Stransky. Um, Zawadski, you heard both from Siren and from Lord Carfwad. And next to his name is the word Principium. Next to Stransky's name is the word Chorus. Then there's a name Colwyn. Next to the name Nashbra. And then Venderberg next to Chorus. Hmm. So there's two in Chorus? Mm-hmm. You know one of them's dead. Is that the one Prothean? I killed that guy, so... I say we go... Interrogate enhancedly everyone else on this list. Definitely pocket that list. Okay, I'm gonna butt pocket that list. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna just put it in a regular pocket. Watch out for the beads. Okay. Can we all take a bond and shove one of the beads in our bums? We each put one in <laughs> one of our bums and we make we make a pack that if anything bad enough happens, we, we make squeeze. We 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 we, we clinch up. <laughs> It's like, it's a, like a it's cyanide. like a, it's like a self-destruct self-defense, you know, if you're ever in that it's moment. It's like the cyanide teeth that like yeah. spies would have. Yeah, yeah, but at most they do 20 damage, so they wouldn't kill. <laughs> All right, everybody pop foreign. Well, what if we uh I only need what two. What if we each take that one and me. then we're fighting like a dragon or something, something big, and we all jump on, on it. And we clench our buttholes. And we all clench at the same time. That would Can we deal like up to like 100 damage? You Theoretically, could, with you only taking up to 140. Piece. All right, everybody, I'm up for it. <laughs> I, I, will, I will stick one up there just in case. It, even if it accidentally happens, it's only 20 damage. It's a lot for me. It's but, all uh, to your asshole. You sneeze. Oh. If I sneeze, I lose my beard of feathers. That's what I'm more concerned about. <laughs> then explodinating your bottom half. All right, nice. just just so you know, I am taking the finesse belt and the uh, snowfall shuriken. Oh, I was looking at that. Go ahead and explain those for the listeners. Uh, the finesse belt, it says it's from Green Inkling, whatever the hell, whoever the hell that is, but it pretty much just makes any melee weapon I have equipped uh, with fin- makes it have finesse property so I could use strength or dexterity as the modifier for it. And then the snowfall shuriken, uh, don't know who it came from, but... Uh, it's at the bottom. So Solancy, really Solancy, are we playing with... Who's the guy you killed, Eric? Solansky? Stransky. Stransky? Oh. Stransky. Well, Solansky over here uh, gave us a lot of suggestions. Um, It is a one-foot, six-pointed throwing star made of ice that gives off a very faint cold mist. On a regular attack, the snowflake-shaped shuriken does 1d8 cold damage, returning hit or miss. On a hit, the user can choose to cause the secondary effect to instead cause 5d6 cold damage as the shuriken explodes into razor-sharp shrapnel. The shuriken then reforms at the next dawn. Its shape is different each time it reforms. You can't have any more weapons. You're maxed out. I'm gonna get rid of my dagger. Oh, I was gonna take. The, I was gonna take the shuriken too. I just wanted to take one thing. Did you take the? Rip? I don't trust you with something cool like that yet. <laughs> until I know you're not gonna throw it at me. Quick, who um, who made the helmet? Someone made the helmet or the boots? Uh, the boots came from. It actually both came from the same person for the Helm of Ram and the Boots of Speed. It came from the Indignant Badger. Indignant. Uh, <laughs> Indignant Badger, W. How about like... the the dust of sneezing and Oh, I, I said that one. Oh, you said that you one? Did. Yeah, I, I, so. I think I said who that Blocking oh, no, Butterfly. That blocking underscore Butterfly. Well, thank you, In- Indignant. Indignant. <laughs> Indignant. Indignant Badger, W. <laughs> Thank you, and I will use them to spear people properly. Well, that's just ignorant. All right, is that all the more that you guys are doing in this cabin? Is there anything else to loot? Um, you can give me a perception check. I want to take all his tea and throw it in the fire. Okay, give me a perception check. To find all his tea? Does he have, like, secret stashes of tea? <laughs> 19. So when you go... Is any to- of his tea demonic? No. (laughs) When you go to throw the tea in the flames, you notice a strip of paper that has fallen out of the fire and is off to the... that is in the back corner. It's not completely burned. 
and it has writing on it. Ah, I want to pick that up. You find a burned message. He actually has a burned... Do you actually burn this message? He actually has a burned piece of paper (laughs) that he is handing him. For all the listeners at home, I'm currently holding what appears to be a burnt piece of paper. It is a burnt message. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it says, last known... Adam Exorius was recorded at blah, Trugallan Magic by Riley Benden. Is that right? Bevden. Bevden. His ownership in the Prevane? Prevan? Prejan. Prejan Canal System. Signed Zawadski. In case you couldn't tell, the blah are burns. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. All right. We burn the place down. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Uh, you guys walk away from the cabin as it goes up in flames behind you. and uh, We look real cool walking off into the distance. <laughs> I'll put some cool theme music in the background. And where are you going? Well, I guess we can head back to... The temp to uh, Lord Farquaad. Yeah, we can either go back to Lord Farquaad or we can go back to... South Salt to try and get some well, exorcism the, done. Well, isn't the demonstration supposed to be there anyway so we're supposed to go see regardless? Yeah. So, you think it's South Salt? Which one's quicker? We know people in South Salt. We got some pool. We can get him taken care of. Who's going to do an exorcism in South Salt? Yeah, you uh, can say hi to um, Fenrael. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't any uh, There aren't any religious people in South Salt that you know of. You're and, telling me Finn doesn't know how to do exorcisms. My god. He's going to shoot a fucking crossbow. Um, Astrocane would be closer. It's two days away. Uh, South Salt is four days away. Oh, isn't the people in Astrocane like really religious anyways like shouldn't someone like wouldn't we have a better chance of yeah, figuring out the also, jet stuff there they're also true golems so they're biased so you know can, I'll just drop myself off there if you gotta go do that thing in South Salt hey Jet where do you want to get exercised at by inexperienced people at South Salt or by narcs in <laughs> Astrocane I personally feel fine I don't think I don't know if we Jet. have to do it who is your primary doctor? <laughs> Who's in your network? Yeah. Let me just pull out my contacts list here. You have a PPO? There's just one name. It says Boeing on it. It's the only <laughs> person I've ever spoken to. Um, You guys actually are on pretty good terms with the people in Astrocane. Carfwad really? did say if you need anything uh, to ask his lackey. What was the time... We were supposed to be in South Salt. He didn't say. He didn't say. <laughs> I thought he said, like, be there for, like, something specific. Um, He said that you need to be there for a demonstration, but he didn't say. He didn't say when it was? No. Man, he really didn't trust us. Gotcha. Um, can I just send, like, a messenger raven to Finrail and tell him to tell us all about the demonstration when it happens? <laughs> just um, be like, listen, there's going to be a demon demonstration there, and you should take very good notes. And Assuming report you don't back to me. Die. You could get a raven in Astrocane. That's probably the coolest thing we could probably do. So Astrocane? I don't know. I I Yep. Sure. I'm not the leader here. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Fine. We go to Astrocane. Someone's been We're going to Astrocane with the intentions of going and getting jet exercising. Um but what if I didn't <laughs> want to go to Astrocane? You're right, fuck you. I wanted to go to Astrocane. So we go to Astrocane. And then uh, I'm also going to, I guess if like doing a Raven thing is possible, I'm going to try to write him a note. It might come out wrong. Like, hey, there's going to be a lot of semen in uh, in South Salt coming up. Get ready. Let us know how it is. <laughs> I was like, I'm sending you some semen. Get ready for it. Let me know how it is. And take good notes. Um Well, you can send that message next time on the Death Saving Rose podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you, all our listeners, for giving us so many suggestions for cool magical items. We didn't get to all of them. Uh, They may show up somewhere down the line. Uh, But thank you to all of those that were mentioned in in this episode. If you want to keep in touch with us in the meantime and help out with other things that we may need help with, like magical items... 
Check us out on Twitter or Instagram at Death Saving Bros. Uh, you can also follow me personally at HP Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. You can follow me at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. You can get a hold of the other guys and they'll let me know. And find me on Old School RuneScape. Uh, oh, fuck. BDizzle918. Yeah, okay. Find me on Old School RuneScape as Fat Space Smith. And Eric? You can find me at therealslimsady.com. Uh, or you can reach him through the main Twitter page. Until next time, those of you in your home, in your car, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. you just special so special do one of you fuckers fart right now no did you fart did you fart i threw up my dust of sneezing and choking because it smells like an ass <laughs> fart over here where are you guys headed next where it doesn't right. smell like ass wherever you are i will be right here Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Deadly Roulette, Evening Melodrama, Floating Cities, Heavy Heart, Heavy Interlude, Leaving Home, and Past the Edge are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The tracks Fantasy Chamber Adventure and Ice and Snow are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.